Hey, hey, Ryan. Hey, what? Hey, it's up. It's it's day fifteen. Who is this? Uh, it's Declan. It's you, Declan. Oh, it's it's me. me, Ryan. Oh wow, what a what a combo. Hey, Ryan. A lot of people have been talking to me about this podcast recently. It's kind of great. Really, people are loving it. No way, I haven't. I've heard it. I've heard a few. Yeah, a few you, people you here and there. You don't post it. You don't. You don't market it. Yes, yes I do. Every single day. <laughs> That's all I hear. That's all. You didn't even That's tag me a couple days ago. Yeah, so. I, I forgot to tag you. Got it. <laughs> okay. Uh, day fifteen. Um, day fifteen. That's weird. Red Lester. That's the cheese of the day. That is the cheese of the day. That's we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Um, because, what's the joke? Okay. It's not really. A, it's. No 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 uh no disclaimers. Fine. Just I had a dream me. last night about some cheese chasing me. I think I'm having hallucinations. Yeah. Let's break that down. Yeah. First of all, <laughs> I love that it's not well, a no, question-answer formula. Yeah, because some of them, <laughs> look, this one is all written um, right side up. There's no upside down portion. Oh, my There's gosh. no answer. They just say a thing. So this is like what? stand-up. This is yeah, stand-up. I know. You go, all right, all right. How's everyone doing? Okay. Uh, here's one for you. I had a dream last night about some cheese chasing me. I, I think, think I'm I having illuminations. <laughs> so here's the problem. Uh, I'm Dom brought up myself. Dom, uh, yeah, literally. Yeah. Dom, Dom brought up something good when he was talking about how these do not hold a candle to the Laffy Taffy jokes. That's true. First of all, it's because the Laffy Taffy jokes are actually coherent and jokes. So. Yeah, and that's <laughs> Anyways, the entire point of it. Um, but with this, it's just like there's no organization in how it works. And it's like they didn't even like screen these before they put them on. Because first of all... Illuminations just sounds like illuminations, and that's not what they're trying to say. They're trying to say studios. Wow! Literally, they're trying to say hallucinations for those of you who didn't pick up on it. Yeah, and so they literally changed like what the no, but seriously, they like changed what the words sounds like. So this is not a good joke, but it's a good cheese. Halloumi, halloumi, so so funny. Okay, uh, eating cheese. I like Red Lester. Me too. Lester City lost. uh, um, Everton today. Really? Nothing. It was a good game. I thought Everton was bad. Uh, yeah. They kind of are, but they've been picking it up. Good. Last two games. Shout out to Jacob Jackson, and especially shout out to Stuart. Stuart. Jacob Jackson's dad is from England, and he loves him his Everton. Why is my mom calling me? Oh, no. Um, mom, I can't answer right now. I'm eating cheese. Do you want to be on the pod? We can't do it. Remember, we tried. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think she's calling me about pizza or something. I don't know. Okay. Um, Ryan, before this podcast, um, we hopped on this Zoom, and then I said, uh, what are we talking about today? And you're like, I don't know. I'm like, how about... I said, what are we talking about today? Oh, maybe. Get your story uh, straight I don't on. know. Okay. Uh, well, I was like, you know what? Let's talk about our favorite childhood DP shows. Wait, wait. We haven't even reviewed this cheese. Oh, my we God. just ate it. It's a good cheese. People know. People listen to this podcast, Okay. My new, my new, like, uh, revelation on this cheese is that it's the most normal. Yeah, it's very boring now that I'm eating it more. It is definitely the most boring tasting cheese. Compared to the ones, the other ones in my fridge, it's not normal and bo- or boring. But this is definitely something you would put on a taco in America and they'd be like, okay. Yeah, it's fairly bland. Well, no, it tastes really good. The flavor isn't my issue. I'm just saying, it doesn't really do anything new. Yeah. So for you... 
on your movie rating scale, this would be like a solid B because you'd be like, yep, it does a lot of, it does what it tries to do, but it doesn't, it's not special. Well, it is, I like lower things for just being average and not trying anything new. So it's probably, uh, yeah, it's probably like a 3 or 3.5. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ryan, we were talking about childhood TV shows that we liked. Uh, okay. We that was weird because. Yeah. This is about to be one of the best episodes yeah. ever. So, um, I have recently discovered a new kids TV show that I've never seen, Yeah, but I think it's my new favorite kids TV show. Oh. So here's, here's why. So actually, before we get into that, let's just answer the question. Okay. You go first. So I don't know how we're structuring this, but I'll talk about a couple. Uh, yeah. first up, I want to talk about a classic backyard against. Backyard Against, the setup wow. of the shows are so good just because of the imagination with it and you can have wow. like different numbers of characters and it presents so many opportunities and the songs yeah. and the styles of music is so cool. Like there's there so go. many different styles and they all like use them to their advantage and it's really good and I loved it. I haven't thought about Backyard Against in a while. Oh, it's so good. Um, number two, I'm going to talk about the show Go Diego Go. Go Diego Go was an absolute classic for me. I loved animals. I loved zoology. So it was a very poignant part of my childhood. And so many different mm. animals and the rainforest. And I wanted his like treehouse thing. And when he zip lines, it's so sick. Um, and then when he teams up with Dora, it's pretty, pretty cool. Um, wow. So there's Those are two I would never, I would never expect to come up in this kind of a conversation. So well, Nick, it's Nick Jr., which is the thing I watch most. So that's there we <laughs> yeah. go. And I'm going to yeah, bring up right. one that I didn't watch as a kid. But Morgan watched, and it okay. is genius. Peg plus cat. You ever heard of this show? Pig or peg? Peg. I've never seen it. Okay, it's this PBS show, and it's so smart. So it's, like, hand-drawn. It's this girl, Peg, and her cat. And her cat is so freaking funny. Uh, he's so good. Um, but it's like a math-based show, so they have to, like, solve things with math. But they mm-hmm. always have, like, weird characters or fairy tales or historical figures. Like, Aretha Franklin is on it for some reason. <laughs> um, and then Mozart is always on it. And um, Abraham Lincoln. And then they have, like, there's a whole episode where they went to Wonderland. Oh, uh, yes. My, my, my three favorite historical figures, Mozart, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln, and Aretha Franklin. <laughs> yes. The trio of the century. That's all you need. That is all you need for a good TV show, honestly. Um but it's, no, the way, like, the references they make are, like, really high level and, like, adult. And it's really, like, the mm-hmm. Pixar of, like, educational childhood shows. And every yeah. time, like, it's on, like, obviously she doesn't watch, like, kid shows as much anymore. But, like, when she did, I'd always tune into that. Peg plus Cat, great show. Needs more respect. Cool. I'm going to do a couple. We can go back and forth. Yeah. Um, so you got me thinking about some shows I haven't thought about in a while. Um one of them that randomly comes to mind is uh, Magic School Bus. Oh, yeah. Just because, first of all, I'm just, I think it's one of my favorite opening themes ever. Not the new one by Lynn manuel Miranda, but like the, like the original one. Yeah, it's so, good. so good. But that one is like really, I think, special for what it tried to do. Obviously, there are so many PBS shows that are just so good. Um, but that's just, I just wanted to throw that out there. I haven't thought about that one in a while. Um, okay, so for me, I love this kind of conversation. My answers right now are just to get it out of the way Phineas and Ferb yeah. because you know it's a lot of people's favorite but 
I've to, I've I've like tried to watch through a lot of episodes. It's more. so smart, and it's like the writers are amazing. The writers the, are legitimately. It's it's really sometimes good. sometimes it takes a little bit to get like sometimes the references are a little more far and few between mm-hmm. or few few and far between, um, but. What I will say is Duventurance is one of the most solid kids character I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Like every every single scene that they've written for him is so good. And there are so many lines that would make me burst like that would make me literally like laugh audibly in any TV show. Like one of my favorite lines is when <laughs> Duventurance is just like sitting on the ground eating like a, a corn dog and he's like a he was like, you know what? I never understood genies. Like he just goes on a complete tangent, like a Seinfeld tangent. He's like, I never understood genies. He was like, because what? They give you three wishes, and then you ask for. I don't remember the example he gives you, but he's like, you ask for. Uh, you ask to be, what? Like rich, and then he gives you all this money, except he actually cursed you to turn into gold or something. Uh, but like whatever, like the genie yeah. uh, tricks you. He's like, what? He's like, what? What's the goal of that? What 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 benefit does the genie get out of it? He's like I don't. He's like I don't really understand it. And that's the like that's the whole scene. Yeah. And I think it's brilliant that they can put in stuff like that. That it's just like kind of like, I don't know. They don't take themselves too seriously because they're a kids show, but they also like allow themselves to write what they want to write. Which brings me up to my next one, mm-hmm. which I is a totally different kind of a vibe. But I honestly, after watching it. I do think Avatar is one of the best TV shows ever made. Mm. Everybody, you know, a lot of people hyped it up for me. And so I was like, there's no way. I was like, how, how can it be this good? And then I watched it. And if you really think about all what's going on, I would seriously recommend. I think everybody needs to watch it all the way. Through. I have like, not watched it. I, I genuinely believe like it's definitely still a kid's show. So you have to keep that in mind. So you yeah. can't walk into it expecting your life to be changed because a lot of the jokes are fart jokes and they are, you know, like yeah, see, kids that's why jokes. I, I can't get into that stuff really anymore. No, no, I know. Like, I know. So and that's, I'm the exact same. And that's what I thought. And that's what I was like, okay. And especially in the first season when they had to get ratings first. But then if you actually look back and imagine like kids watching this and how unbelievably important it is, mm-hmm. it's, the kind of stuff that they get away with showing in that show is, I would say, like, I think it's, like, the most important, like, cartoon ever made. Hmm. Because it deals with genocide, it deals with war, yeah. it deals with uh, every every kind of serious issue that you could face, like, in modern day. It deals with it and teaches kids how to um, process it. It's craziness. Like, environmentalism stuff, like, oh, so good. Okay, back to you. Um, I'll bring up... Here, what did I want to say? I'll bring up... Uh, this was just on my mind recently. I forgot where I saw it. Little Bear. Do you Did you watch that show? I think so. Yeah. I'm talking about more, like, really, like, younger kid ones. Like, really young, about, yeah. talking like, kind of older kids. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, Little Bear. I just, like, saw a meme about it. Um, and then I was like, wait, that's a good show. And then I went back. The theme song for it is so mm-hmm. good. Like, legitimately, like, well-written, and they knew what they were doing. And totally. just the whole vibe and the whole, like, nature and just, like, being outside in the fall in the woods and everything. And just, like, they talk about some deep stuff, too, on it. And mm-hmm. just, like, all the characters are really well-defined, I felt like. Um, and then, here, I'll just bring up another one, then. The Upside Down Show. Do you know what that is? I've heard of it. Here, let me look it up. I don't know how I remembered it the other day, but I did. And then I watched, like, three episodes of it. And so it was these two, like, Australian dudes. 
And then, um, they just, like, had, like, random imagination things. And they're the ones, like... Oh, I know. Fingers. Yeah, okay. I'm seeing the, a picture of this right now. Yeah, I totally... Yep, you're right. Yeah, and then, so, like, their theme song, it was, like, the fingers, like, running across the thing. And they had this, yeah. all this imagination. And they had some puppets on it. And it was, like... I don't know, but it was all, like, based around improv, like, actual, legit improv and imagination. It makes me wonder how many of these shows I've forgotten that I, like, Oh, yeah, for sure. And then, it's just, like, yeah, it's a good show. Yeah. Uh, quick uh, quick return to Avatar. I don't want to just say that the the like the writing isn't good and the themes are the only th- reason why you should watch it. Like, the character and plot and world building is also probably the best I've ever seen. Especially mm-hmm. character development. If there's anything good about that show, it's the way that they treat their characters. Because it's like the most nuanced writing for anything targeted at young kids ever. Like, mm-hmm. if, like... I found myself so intrigued. I couldn't really ever guess, like, where the characters would go because of how, hum- like, human everybody was. So that was just a cool thing that I was thinking about. Anyways. Yeah. Um, do you have one can, you want to talk about? Yeah. So I'm saving my I'm saving my last two. I'll do... Well, actually, I, I kind of have an honorable mention. And this one is uh, kind of hard to bring up around Declan because I told him to watch it, and he still. Oh he no! Still. Oh god! No. So this is a mini series. It's a one. It's a one season mini series called Over the Garden Wall, made by Cartoon Network, and I don't want to say anything about it. If there is any show that I want to recommend to people watching who are listening to this, it's Over the Garden Wall. It's not for everyone. It's really really weird, but it's the most like unique like, show I've ever seen in my entire life. It is so, like, just interesting to me in all of the themes that they cover. And basically, it's about two boys who are lost in the woods, and that's what the show is about. They're two, they're two brothers, or, like, stepbrothers or something, and they are lost in the woods, and that's it. It's, like, ten episodes, and every episode is, like, 12 minutes long. You can pretty, wa- you can pretty much watch it like a movie, like an hour and 20-minute runtime, And... You can, there are still, they came out years ago, there are still videos being made finding out new things about the show just by watching it. Like, there are still things hidden in frames that people are discovering in that show because the creators just cared. Which brings me to my last one, um, which I think, so that, if Over the Garden Wall is the most, like, interesting and unique thing I've ever seen, yeah. my and that, favorite and show. And let me say also, so, mm-hmm. this is, like, a legit recommendation for people. Like, this isn't just, like, a kid's show. Like, this is, like, the, it's, like, a top ten highest rated thing on Letterboxd, the movie you're, like, reviewing app. So What is? Over the Garden Wall. Over the Garden Wall is, yeah, like, no, seriously, I genuinely recommend it. Like, it's yeah. very high Yeah, it's very... And so that kind of makes me... Every every episode I watched, I was like, I understand why this is on Cartoon Network, but I have... I cannot imagine enjoying this show, watching it, even in middle school. Yeah. Just because, like... And it's really not, like, hard to understand as far as plot but the amount of things that actually matter about the show, you can't, you just can't find if you're not, if you're in elementary school watching it. Anyways, so yes, genuinely watch that show. Um, now, my favorite show ever of like cartoon show is Gravity Falls. Hmm. This is another one that was overhyped to me and I was like, how good can it actually be? Yeah. Um, it's just so good. It's just, the, the creator cared so much about it 
that he just genuinely got away with so much because Disney was kind of hands-off with him. Same thing with Avatar. And he just very much cared about what was going into the show. And it's just a one of the coolest mystery plots I've ever seen. I yeah. Like, the story of that show and even the characters and all that kind of stuff, it's like every single episode of that show is necessary, is efficient, it like moves the story along. It's only two seasons and the entire story from day one, the creator knew it was only going to be two seasons. He basically wrote it like a book. Um, it's my favorite show, but I don't want to keep going on too long. Yeah. What's your favorite show, Declan? Well, I'll just throw out some, yeah, you kind of covered like the more adult ones and like looking back on it yeah. like now, but it's like kind of just like ones I liked I'm seeing. Remember Wow Wow Wubsy? Absolutely insane. <laughs> Uh, shout out. This is so funny. It's so good. It's so fucking good. We went from Gravity Falls it's just, to it's Wow just, Wow Wubsy. Yeah, I know. It's just so funny talking about like the, like the, what, the really highbrow, like, yeah. uh. And then like um, Yo Gabba Gabba, like, you know. technically yeah. intense character development. And then Wow Wow Wubsy. Wow Wow Wubsy wow, wow, <laughs> actually knew what they were doing. Oswald, that had some like deep, like existential thoughts in there. Jack's Big Music Show. Ever watch that thing? Oh, so good. Blues Clues, of course. Wonder Pets. Absolute Wonder Pets is good. Handy Mandy was also really good. Handy Mandy was the one I was going to bring up. Uh, yeah. Obviously Peppa Pig. Remember that show Olivia with that other pig? That thing was annoying. Um, I don't think so. Max and Ruby might be one of my Max favorites. and Ruby. Oh my gosh, it's so Max good. Max and Ruby was my favorite and my grandma Max hated and Ruby. it. Um, which was made me like it more. But Ruby I'll bring Max. up one that's actually like high level too. Yeah. And Is it Gumball? No, it's not Gumball. That's the next one I'm going to watch. I don't. I I remember liking it a little bit, but the next the next show that I've heard that is like incredible is uh, Gumball. But I don't know. I'm yeah. I it's an it's a throwback. I'm not sure if it counts really, but we're gonna bring it up. Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. Wow. Well, of course. Of course, it has to be my favorite. But that's like on a different plane. That's like that's untouchable. Plane. Hey, but that's I'm what I mean. Talk about it. This, okay, this that's fair. That's fair. So Keep I ended going. up actually writing a couple of college essays about this. Like, um, so this was like an important thing for me because mm-hmm. Mr. Rogers neighborhood, I obviously didn't watch it as a kid. My mom did. Um, but like kind of watched it as a kid, but like even without that, like I always had such like a sentimental like place for it. Just every time I hear the theme, like, you know, I just he wrote the theme cry. What? You know, Mr. Rogers wrote the theme. Oh, yeah. He was, like, a legit pianist Com- and stuff. He was a composition major in college. Uh-huh. And, he yeah, he, like, played, like, for church and different things. And then, yeah, he legit knew what he was doing. Watching him play piano. It was sick. Mm-hmm. Um, but just that idea of being both ahead of its time but also so behind, like, the times it felt like. It was just kind of categorizing a world that like didn't exist anymore and or probably never existed yeah and the fact that it was just so compassionate and he didn't care about like what adults would think of this show because it was so guided toward children it didn't need to be anything special and he didn't want it to be just pleasing to the eye or like have things to entertain he wanted to actually talk to kids at a level that they would understand and really help them because he was like a psychologist in different things. And like I watched the documentary about it, uh, about Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, Won't You Be My Neighbor? Yeah. And it was yeah. great and I cried at it. 
Um, it had like <laughs> some issues, but it really did it well just because, yeah, it was a person who cared about each child. And some people think that that led to like a generation of kids who thought that the world was just handed to them and that they <laughs> didn't have to try to be special. But no, he was saying, no matter who you are, you don't have to be anything special to be loved. You deserve yeah. to be cared about and you deserve love. And just that okay, idea was just so revolutionary, but so kind of like disrespecting its time. And now everyone loves Mr. Roger, Mr. Rogers, but it was still like not recognized, I feel like. My, my two cents about that, which is like literally two different ideas. First of all, I was so fascinated when I learned that a bunch of people just didn't buy it. Yeah. And they're like, there's no way. There's like, this yeah. has to be a front. He has to be hiding something. How is this guy at this level point of fame, mm-hmm. but still like genuinely cares? And so that's fascinating. And what makes me believe that he really did is I met at like the national, like the first, like a, like the national choir that I like performed in. Um, we had like a speaker and the speaker was this conductor for every Walt Disney World orchestral performance. Yeah. Like he's the resident conductor at the amusement park and the the theme park or whatever. And so he would have like all these Christmas shows and they would bring in famous people to um, like narrate the extravaganza or whatever it was. And so one of them was Mr. Rogers and him and Mr. Rogers kind of clicked and they became like best friends. And so the guy's speech was kind of about Mr. Rogers. He like talked about what he did and how he got there, which is, you know, interesting for us musicians, but he like spent most of his time on Mr. Rogers and I got to talk to him afterwards. Um, And it was craziness talking to somebody who actually got to experience what he was really like and everything that you have heard about him is true. Yeah. Like, that his one message was like you know if there's something i want people to take away from my experience with him it's that it's possible to to do what he did he was like he really genuinely was that person which is so hard for people to wrap their their minds around it so that's so cool i would love to walk like go back and watch it i don't know it, it might be hard just because it is so and like aimed and engineered at those kids and it really doesn't there's not a lot of nuance to it, which is fine because of what he was going for. So I don't know if it's something I would necessarily. No, I go like, back and actually watch, watch it a but... good amount, or I did when oh, I cool. was kind okay. of more I, down I, I'll... on like yeah. kind of life and different things. Just oh, understanding yeah. that there are people who cared that much and wanted to show care to people, no matter like they didn't have to give anything back, and just anyone who can eliminate the rest of the world or any other opinions and just care about someone is just really important and understanding that kind of love i think is yeah that's like the that's like the other side of the important messages because avatar yeah sneaks in all of these incredible um view like like i feel like message is a cliche but like so many of these like really important topics and ideas for kids to grasp but the kids don't even realize they're grasping it while they're watching it because it's an adventure show you know Mm -hmm. um but in mr rogers it's the complete opposite of that where he sits them down and he tells it to them like it is um in a loving way okay so my last thing oh first of all uh, i i mentioned that i want to watch gumball i have three shows up on my my roster of cartoon shows that i've heard are really good that i want to watch next um those three are yeah, Amazing World of Gumball, Adventure Time, mm-hmm. and Regular Show. I've heard regular show. Very, very, I think is yeah. like really up there. That's the one I've, I've seen heard most of. 
I've heard those shows are like almost life changing, and I tried to watch Adventure Time once. I got through the first season, and I just cannot handle it. It is literally all butt jokes, and I've heard that the first season is really like people don't like the first season, and that made me feel a little bit better because I was like, well, how do people like this humor? Yeah, and they were like, by the end of the second season, they've done enough world building to where then they can do whatever they want and people will follow, and then like the story goes, and then I've heard the story is one of like the most interesting like lore of any universe. So it's painful, but I feel like I just have to do it just because there are some things. Yeah, I just want to be able to like say I watched and took away from it, um, and then yeah. Gumball and regular show I've just heard are really good. Okay, so that do you have any shows on your radar? Not really. I don't watch kids shows anymore unless I need nostalgia. I just use it for Me nostalgia too. purposes. Yeah, like I'm I'm walking I'm watching my way through Community right now and that is definitely well worth my time and so it's it's hard. To yeah, like, like I don't watch. Well, actually, like people tell me to watch Clone Wars and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I, I've I heard that too. That. I'm like, I don't have I just time. Kids shows. If I'm, I just that's never been my thing. Hmm. Um. And honestly, that's kind of how I started. Like, when I st- first started watching Avatar, I was like, this just doesn't feel like it's for me. But if you really do figure out how to be invested in it, it's really good. It's just a lot of, yeah, a lot of unnecessary work if it's not your thing. Okay, so my last thing that I'll leave the audience with, I just discovered something, and I've sent it to so many people. In the 90s, like late 90s, they made a, this, like, French-Canadian company made a Donkey Kong Country 3D animated TV show. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Except the way that I found it, we John and I found it like three years ago, and I totally forgot about it until now. So I discovered it again. <laughs> I don't know how to say this, but it is the best music in any kid's show ever written. And wow. I will stand by that fact. The kind of budget they put into the music blows my mind it's better than Phineas and Ferb music it's better and that's a big deal for me to say because I love Phineas and Ferb so much um it I'm gonna I'm gonna say some titles and if anybody listening to this wants me to send them the link to the songs that I'm talking about I will be happy to (laughs) um Nobody's Hero Our Love is Stronger Than a Golden Banana The Big Bog Monster uh oh gosh here I have a list right here on my phone um these are like legit like R&B and funk songs and they have like a like a really cool rock song um yeah and this is where like all the Donkey Kong memes are from yeah all of them like all the because Donkey Kong is so thick yeah let me go back to my home is probably my favorite uh gotta get gotta get it back take it back it's like all of the comments on the YouTube videos are people being like look this is hilarious but this music is genuinely something that I would listen to. Like, it's so... And, and all of this, just to wrap everything up, that I've realized is that even when you're writing a show for kids for a big mega corporation that's paying you, you know, money to, what, do what they ask you to do, the creators that really care about what they're doing are, like, they actually make an impact. Because I always, I always assumed that working... Like, like, Gravity Falls is made by Disney, I never expected a show like Gravity Falls, like, sorry, a show by Disney to do whatever it wanted because you would think Disney would just shut down everything because they want to, you know, preserve their identity. But the creators that actually care, like, stood up for themselves and they actually did it, which is cool to see that, like, you and me, like, if I go into some kind of commercial music industry or even, yeah, writing, um, and if you go into, like, film and we get these, like, gigs at places that tell us what to do, 
it's cool to know that we can still like give ourselves merit and be like, no, I really am passionate about this and I want to make this decision because I know that people will appreciate it. Yeah. And I, I always assumed it would get shut down because it's a kid's show. I was always like, all these people, it's easy money. There's a reason why YouTube Kids gets billions of views every year um, because it's everybody needs entertainment for kids now. Um, and it's just like I never uh, assumed that people can like really make art for kids in the wake of like commercialism and all that. So wow, really interesting. Art will prevail. Kind of makes me excited. It makes me excited. Like I want to make something that kids can grow up with and be like, that was my stuff growing up because that's so cool. Like that stuff stays with us forever. Yeah. You know, like, like thinking back to a show, like, yeah, it's a stupid kids show, but also like millions of people were like, that was my childhood. It's like, that's so cool. Yeah. Wow. This is our longest episode and we didn't even have a plan for this until two seconds before. Boom. Look at that. Might be our best episode. Yep. Great job team. Everyone go watch some kids shows. Go watch the, um, uh, over the garden wall. Go watch That's over the garden away. wall. Go watch Mr. Rogers documentary. Go watch Gravity Falls. Mm-hmm. Just go enjoy some nostalgia and go enjoy some art creation. This winter break. Now that we don't have finals. There you go. There you go. College and high school. Here we go. All right. Bada bing, bada boom. Hit him with a jingle a time. Dude, which show? What show do I pick? Oh, exactly. <sighs> How does Magic School Bus start? Uh, cruising on our main street and then lights are feeling good. Na, na, na. Oh, God, I don't remember. All I know is... Yeah. He might be baked into a pie. Yeah, he might be baked into a pie on the Magic School Bus. I would love... would love to do a cover of that. Oh, actually, okay, before we go, there's a cover of a Schoolhouse Rock song that this band does. Uh, they do a cover of... Conjunction Junction yep. from Schoolhouse Rock, but they make it funk. Yeah. And oh, John Oldroyd is rolling his eyes right now if he's listening Conjunction, to this. Conjunction Junction Function. I always play it. Conjunction Junction, like the funk, funk. cover of it. Oh my God, it's so funk good. Funk Conjunk. Might be the nostalgia talking, but it's genuinely good. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, cruising on down Main Street. All relaxed and feeling good. Beep, beep, seatbelts, everyone. Bam! Mom, then you said forever me. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Um, Won't you be my neighbor? Goodbye. Bye.